everybody thank you uh again for tuning in to the latest uh episode of the let's talk podcast i'm your host travis Cranute, uh, and today i am joined by adam rushlow um a, a guy that i've had a, a man that i've had the awesome uh, uh a, a great opportunity to get to know over the past uh you know year to two years um as uh volley has come up in the you know the the industry uh, adam's been a a, a pretty a pretty great resource for me. Um, not only just on the professional side, but, you know, I count him as a, as a, as a true personal friend of mine, um, is a, a great Christian man that I, you know, it's, it's one thing that I have loved so far about this industry is that it's given me the opportunity to, to really, uh, sync with people that are like-minded, uh, as I, you know, like-minded with me. Uh, and so you know, it's been it's been really great getting to know this guy. You know, I, I, I try to lead into his expertise because he's definitely been uh, he's been in marketing longer than I have. You know, it's 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 a little newer of a game for me. So I try to lean on to the industry experts as much as I can. I definitely consider uh, Adam an expert uh, in the field. So, you know, I'm very glad to have him on here. Adam, thank you for joining uh, for this episode of the Let's Talk podcast. Um, uh, how I usually been uh, starting this off is, you know, I. I gave my my little intro. You know, it's kind of uh, I want the audience to understand that you know the people that I'm having on here. I'm just not, I'm not just uh, just sending out random messages trying to get people to uh, come on the podcast. That's just, I, that's I, just I, in the old schlep. Yeah, just not any, just not just not anybody. You gotta you gotta come. You gotta be in my circle. No, it's uh no I I want people on here that I that I truly think bring value to the industry, and you're someone that I absolutely think brings value. Uh, to the industry, you know, on a professional, but also a personal level. So again, thanks for coming on uh, real quick. If you could, you know, not real quick, actually, I, I want you to take as, as much time as you want. Uh, give the audience, you know, uh, you can, it can be 30,000 foot or you can, you know, we can delve into it a little bit more, but uh, you know, who you are more on a personal level, keeping the professional out, we'll get to the professional, obviously, but, you know, kind of give people a rundown of who you are, what makes kind of what makes Adam, Adam. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Travis. Um, when you when you sent me an invite uh, earlier this week um, to join you, I was super pumped because I've been watching, uh, you know, of course, following you on social. And I think just about everybody in our channel does. Um, you know, I was super pumped when I saw you were going to start launching a podcast. I was like, oh, that's going to be fun and it'll be different. It'll be quirky and it'll be great. So when you asked Maybe me if I join you, I was like, this is the best trophy in the channel. You get to be a on Travis's podcast, so I appreciate that. Th thank you, and I can say ditto on everything you said. Um, not to just be like a, a, a whatever fanboy fest uh, back and forth lob compliments, but truly, guys, Travis is uh, a really cool guy in the industry, and and likewise, I've gotten to know him over the last year, and it's been super fun. Um, there is there's a couple different types of people in our channel, and we all know that. And Travis is the kind you want to know because uh, I love your. Oh, your this is supposed to be about you. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I love the genuine transparency, and um, I try to find those people in our channel. We have a lot of them, and I'm, that's one of the parts I love about our channel is we have a lot of genuinely transparent people who just they they are who they are, and um, and and you're able to have actual real genuine relationships, and we can still do cool, awesome professional stuff together. So, Absolutely. um. 
great to be with you. Thanks. Um, yeah, on the personal side, um, so my name's Adam. I work with Intellisys. Um, we'll get to the professional stuff like Travis said later, but um, I live in East Tennessee and I, I'm kind of a, I guess I've been all around. So I'm a big Michigan fan, but I'm not actually really. Being an Michigan. Ohio guy, I won't hold it against you because all I, I, I bleed red and blue right here, uh, you know, Columbus Blue Jackets. So I have no, I have no fight in the Ohio State game. So you're, this is, this is a safe space for you. Sa safe space here. <laughs> so I, I was born in Michigan. Uh, multiple generations of my family were there, but I only lived there for about a year. Um, but okay. I had three older brothers, so I grew up Michigan fan, Detroit Red Wings, Detroit Lions, Detroit Pistons, Tigers. Go Red Wings. Hundred um, percent, all the way across. So. Uh, big Michigan guy that way, but I didn't really grow up there. I ended up ultimately growing up in Jersey. So I lived outside of Philly for most of my growing up years, uh, South Jersey. I uh, went to Shallock High School uh, down in Pittsgrove Township, uh, go Cougars. And um, yeah, I lived a typical kind of just, I don't know, we were a small school. Uh, I think my graduating class, like 120 people, we weren't good at any sports, really soccer. And we had like a state champion wrestler. And like that was our claim to fame. Um, <laughs> outside of that, our school was like in the middle of a farm in South Jersey. So you had this weird mixture of like country rural in South Jersey, but we're really close to Philly. So there's like an element of like the Northeast vibe of like Philly and you're only a couple hours from New York and all that. So, yeah. Um, so that was kind of like the growing up years. Um, ultimately ended up after high school in New York, lived there for 12 years, Dallas, Texas for 10 years, which is where I jumped into the channel in the last uh, couple years I was there. And then now we're in East Tennessee. So um, after I graduated high school, my dad moved to uh, kind of Northeast Tennessee near Knoxville. And so I had said at the time when I was in college, I said, I will never live in Morristown, Tennessee, dad. Mm. And 20 years later, at the age of 40, I ate my words, packed up, and uh, we all moved to East Tennessee. So, uh, go married Wolves. to awesome, can uh, yes, go Walls, I guess. Um, married to awesome Canadian, met her up in New York. So, my wife, Joe, and we got three kids, they're 14, 12, and 10. And so, uh, they're all super fun. They're kind of all musicians, play piano, violin, guitar. My son, Dane, he's the youngest, and uh, he's into every sport you can imagine. Uh, so sometime I'll, you'll probably see photos of him on my LinkedIn every now and then because he's my best analogy for work is the way he approaches sports and stuff. So, um, so that's super fun. So, yeah, we live in East Tennessee. I'm into uh, most of the East Tennessee kind of stuff. Um, uh, so enjoy, enjoy being outdoors, all that stuff, barbecue learned the texas barbecue approach when i was down there so i'm big there into that go. and i'm big into coffee Field transfer. yeah so i'm kind of eclectic that way there um, you go. so yeah that, that doesn't surprise me especially with the, you know you talking about your kids being so you know, creative and, and being very very musical that you know knowing what i know about you you know just from the short time that we've gotten to you know get, get kind of get to know each other that that doesn't surprise me you, you're a very creative person so i'm, I'm sure that's rubbed off a lot on on under your kids so it's uh and and i and i get the uh the sports you know my 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 kids are when it's when it's not dance it's volleyball when it's not volleyball it's soccer so you know it's a constant this the schedule basically allows us <laughs> zero time to breathe um right. and anybody asks me you know what do i do in my downtime when when i'm when i have downtime 
I don't have downtime. So, you know, it's a, what I do in my free time is I take my kids everywhere. So, yes, you know, I, exactly. I, you know, I get that, especially, you know, being dad and does. Uh, so your wife's from Canada. Where out from Canada is she from? Uh, north of Toronto, a little town up okay. in the Georgian Bay called Owen Sound. All right. So it's uh, about three hours, three and a half hours north of Toronto. Do you guys, now, do you guys do uh, much visiting up there? You know, is there still family uh, on, so, in the Canada side? There is. So all of her family's still up there. Uh, she's got three siblings. Mom live uh, all up there. Um, so we just had a bunch of them here in the house last week for American Thanksgiving. They all love to come down here for American Thanksgiving because it's so much better than theirs. So, so much food. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. We, we, we work with a lot of people uh, out in uh, the uh, Ottawa area and then Calgary, you know, uh, mm. from the, the, the cybersecurity side, you know, a lot of 40 net people up there. So, you know, we, we, yep. uh, we all, we are, we always joke, you know, he always, we, we always get the jokes about the American Thanksgiving from that side. So it's a, it's a, it's a lot <laughs> yeah. of, you know, just talking about uh, all of the turkey comas that we get and everything. So, you know, that's, that's fun. Now, uh, uh, more on the creative side, you know, do, do, uh, do you, uh, do you play any instruments yourself? I do not. So you'll see guitars behind me, but that was, that was really uh true confession. That was like a COVID mistake uh 2020 i was convinced at the age of whatever 38 39 (laughs) i was convinced i was going to learn to play the guitar if i was stuck in the house for this long it it didn't happen but my son picked up guitar so um so those are actually like two of his guitars yeah they get used well so he's he takes lessons he plays electric and starting to learn a little bit of acoustic so um so those are really his, and that was my COVID mistake of yeah, a couple that, hundred bucks burned. Is it the the guitars that you know I tried to I I always grew up playing guitar. You know, me and me and my brother, we all you know we, we had a band together back in the day, uh, uh, and and you know I kind of stopped once once we lost him. So you know I haven't really picked up the guitar since then. But I, you know it, every now and then I'll get it out. But you know, it's it's one thing my my kids you know they tried to pick up piano, they tried to pick up a guitar, just you know. Just, it just didn't work so it's uh didn't take it's one of those things you know my my children are still uh you know pretty musical with the, at least singing and stuff and, and choirs and everything so it's uh it, at least i get nice. to kind of live vicariously through them a little bit on that side so it's uh, yeah yeah <laughs> now um so you know you talked uh just very briefly in the beginning about it you know you mentioned you're with intellisys so let's you know i kind of want to pivot more to the professional side now so um Kind of using the IntelliSys as the as the end note to this next part. Kind of give a brief uh, your your experience um, coming into maybe not maybe not starting in the channel, just kind of where your your whole professional life started, especially on the marketing side. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe top one to three experiences that you had over those years uh, that have kind of shaped shaped kind of your mentality now uh, as a. a what I consider as a, as a leading professional in the industry and how you have taken those lessons and transferred them into pretty much, you know, what you do now with IntelliSys. And so, you know, kind of a, let's get, let's start at A, let's work to Z, but, you know, kind of highlight the, <laughs> the letters in between. Uh, yeah, sure. So I would say like, so if, if you've ever interacted me or when you, when we get the opportunity to interact, you'll find like when it comes to marketing, I'm very, um, data strategy oriented. Um, I love the logical strategic part of marketing, building the plan and building it based on data. Um, I love to build systems. So part of what I do at Intellisys is manage um, 
or my team, not just myself, our team manages the tech stack mm -hmm. uh, that we run all of our marketing on the, mar the marketing platforms. Um, we manage the marketing strategy for IntelliSys um, in terms of what we're communicating when and where and how. Um, so I'm really big on the strategy side, uh, but I wasn't always. And that really started back um, my very first full-time job coming out, well, kind of in the middle of college years. Um, post high school, I went to a little Bible college in upstate New York, and my grandma paid for it. I growing up in South Jersey, a lot of us there in the school I went to, um, it wasn't like a particularly like ambitious environment. Like we, we weren't like one of these like big suburban prep school type environments where everybody was doing advanced calculus classes, trying to get into state universities and private yeah. schools and stuff. It was just kind of like we had fun. We did high school. It was the 90s. I think we all listened to whatever, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish all week long or whatever and <laughs> yeah I just waited to go to the shore on the weekend like that was high school so I got done high school I had no plan and my grandma's like hey if you want to go to this bible school word of, it's called word of life up in upstate New York she's like if you want to go there I'll I'll pay for it so that seemed like a really good plan because my alternative was like go get an apartment my dad's like hey you can go get yourself a place to live and get a job and go for it or you can go to word of life since grandma's paying so I, I, I opted for that yeah. Um, I spent a couple of years at the Bible school and a full-time graphic design job opened up. And okay. so I took the job. Um, I had also met at the time, uh, started dating my, who is now my wife and we got engaged. Uh, the organization brought her in, gave her a full-time job. And so it gave us the opportunity to work full-time together oh, um, awesome. for a year while we were engaged. So I started doing graphic design. I was pretty creative, having fun with it. I liked it. But it was a it's a really large nonprofit organization that is behind that manages the school and they have camping organizations in about 72 countries around the world um, here in the States. They have several different camp properties and family conference properties and stuff. And they have about 30,000 guests a year. And so we had really great programs. But what I would find as a graphic designer is that the leaders, directors of these different camps and programs, when they would come with a new marketing project to promote the camp for the next season, um, you know, it'd be back then, it's like early 2000s, like 2000, 2001. They'd come with like a four page Word document of copy and say, hey, can you make me a one page slick sheet? Because I'm going to this event where I'm going to promote the camp and I need this on like a one page slick sheet. Well, I'm like, can you do math? This is a four page Word document. You want me to, with no graphics and you want it on a one page slick sheet with And graphics. this was, and this and, and audience, ladies and gentlemen, this was before Chat GPT when you could easily yes. do this. This was when we actually this is when we actually had to do the work and and try to pick out right. all the, you know, the highlights and and so it was a it took a to to Adam's uh, testament. It took a lot more work than it does nowadays. Yeah, a lot of work. It, and and what I really started to realize, I was like, man, we just don't have a lot of marketing expertise. And I didn't know anything about marketing, but I'm like, somebody should be like thinking about the strategy of this. Like, mm -hmm. why is like you can't just verbally vomit four pages information out and expect people to buy your thing. Oh, yeah. And so I went to my boss's boss and worked out an agreement. I ended up actually doing online school with Liberty University and got the organization to pay for half of my tuition. So we oh. got 
Awesome. <laughs> my wife got a psychology degree. I got a business degree with an emphasis in marketing. It did that for three years while I was doing graphic design, working for Word of Life. And my whole goal was I wanted to learn how to do marketing. I wanted a marketing degree. So like somebody around this place, my mindset at the time at like 22 yeah. is like somebody around this place will have a marketing degree. Then I thought, it, I'll mean? tell you now, uh, spoiler alert, if you're like in your 20s and you think your marketing degree is going to help you, it won't. <laughs> but um, but the result was I finished that degree. I got promoted into running marketing for the camps here in the US. And like I said, we had about 30,000 guests and um, we also still had very limited resources. So I did a lot in those <laughs> early years of like guerrilla type marketing. Um, we were wanting to do stuff. Everybody was starting to do uh, websites. We need no terms like click funnels or lead funnels or anything like that yet, but we all were trying to figure out how do we use like digital properties and websites to like uh, promote our stuff better. We just didn't have the resources to do a lot of it. So yeah. that was the or, first uh, that, You know, in those instances, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of organic stuff and it's kind of, mm -hmm. at that point, you kind of become a master of homebrewing everything that you're doing, you know, learning from, yeah. learning from scratch. You know, it's a, I, I, gosh, I, 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 that, that what's that's exactly how you know i came up in the marketing side it was you know pretty much as zero of a budget as possible that you could have it's that's what i started out with so it's you know how how can i do this for free but still get uh get decent uh, uh get decent traction with it so you know it's i i think yeah. that that speaks a lot to um and to also to piggyback what you said you know that the marketing degree doesn't quite uh, prepare you for that. Cause you know, you get the, you get the idea of how marketing should work. Um, but when, when you, until you have done it without a budget, you don't truly understand all it takes to, to, to be very successful with marketing. So, you know, applaud, man. That's, you know, that's, I, I, uh, I, I love the trial by fire method and what a better way to, to learn extra, uh, doing it with no budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and it really, so that's the other part of like, I love the partnership aspect of our channel. And I would say those early years were actually kind of the seed of it. When I look back, I go, that was actually where I learned about partnerships and I didn't even call them that at the time, but what I ultimately ended up doing to promote our camps is we, I found a concert promoter in New England okay. who was doing like, he was doing usually two to four concerts in a weekend, big concerts, I mean, big-ish, like a thousand people kind of uh, attendance. And they were all, uh, they were like, like Christian rock type concerts kind of thing at all these venues all over New England. And I called up this guy and um, we basically formed an agreement. It was the very first partnership I ever created and I didn't have any money. And so I said, I'll tell you what I could do is if you'll let me come to your event, collect names uh, as people come into the event at the front doors, we'll do a drawing and we'll give away two weeks of free camp for attendees. If it's an adult that wins, they can come to the family campground and they can have a campsite for a week and oh, yeah. And that, if it's a kid that wins, they can come to one of the teen camps, uh, student camps, and bring a friend with them. And so we'll give away a free week of camp. But it, in order to do it, I need to collect names at the door, and then I need you to give me two minutes of stage time at the opening of the concert before the concert starts to promote the camp and then do the drawing. He agreed. And so I spent a year running all over New England, 
chasing him basically to every single event, <laughs> eating McDonald's and pizza. And I'll tell you what, at the end of a year, we had grown our marketing list by 8,000 people. And this was at that time, we were now to about 2008, nine at the recession time. Every one of our competitors in the, like the Christian camp world, there's believe it or not, there's a bunch of them that are really big. Every single competitor had declines because of the recession. People weren't spending money sending kids yeah. to camp or going on vacations. We were the only camp in the industry that grew in those two to three years. And largely it was just because we just like, we figured out how to partner with somebody and we just went and we did old fashioned, old school, collect names, do a drawing, give away the product we had. Our camp directors leaned heavy into building a good program and a good mm -hmm. product. So we had that. It was just, we needed a way to get the word out. And so partnership was how we did it. That was the first partnership I ever did. And now 20 some years later in the channel, it's like, oh, that, uh, this is, this is partnership. This is what we do. It's how we survive is yeah, partnering with people. I love that because, you know, a lot of people don't give the credit that they should to guerrilla marketing. And I think that, uh, I, I think it's, it's easy to just pour money into a PPC campaign. Um, it, you know, you can, you create a good, you know, some good marketing material throw some money at it and it kind of automates itself. But I, I think that doing it the way that you did, you know, it's definitely the way I started and I'm still doing just because I love it so much. Cause it allows me to, allows me to get more personal, especially with my message and people can, people can see the personality that you throw behind a campaign like that because mm -hmm. uh, creativity really, really showcases your message. It, it, and I think that when, like you were saying, you know, during the, during the recession, a lot where a lot of people are, are definitely losing, uh, losing market share being, you know, in, in that kind of economic, um, economic atmosphere, and, and being more hungry than your, than your, than your rivals, you know, obviously, you know, this is the Christian space, you know, we, we're, we're all here to, you know, work together, but you know, it, you still have to, you still have to treat it like a business. And yep. when, when you want the outcome more than, more than your competitors and you're willing to dump in more time rather than more money, uh, I think that that is really what takes, it, it takes one company over the other, um, especially, uh, and I think that's especially prevalent in, and I'm sure you're going to segue into this here soon too, uh, into the, the channel industry because channel is 100% personal touch driven. Um, it's all about, it's all about the relationships that we build. It's, you know, being from the supplier side, I know that the partner is the owner of that, uh, of the customer. They, they're the ones that have built the, you know, the repertoire with the, with that person. And, um, you know, we're there to, we're there to support that relationship as much as possible because we know that, um, in the end, that customer goes to that partner because that's their guy. It's their girl. That's who they do business with. And, um, and I'm sure you're going to touch on the personality side of it a little bit more. So continue. just wanted to give a, yeah. a brief just an interjection there. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh so I've fast forward a lot of years, worked in tech companies and stuff, but that was kind of the root of where I learned. Um, people talk about all the time, you hear, you've heard the phrase for a hundred years, work smarter, not harder. And I mm -hmm. hate the phrase. Um, I probably, most people love the phrase because we all want to work smarter, not harder. I get it. 
um, I really think that a lot of times we do that and we try to find shortcuts. It encourages us to find in our mind, it's like, oh, smarter is like less effort, less, yeah. you know, if it's easier Cheat. on me, and I can the, find a smarter the, way to do what's it. What's the quickest way from point A to point Z? But a lot of people forget that the whole point of the of the entire journey is to go from A to B to C to D so you can learn everything. And I well, think that yeah. a lot of a lot of people discredit uh they people think overnight success, you know, happens yeah. overnight, but what people don't realize is no, I know I worked for 10 years and now I'm having this success. So what looks to you like it was overnight actually took me 10 to 15 years to do. Yeah. And smarter not harder is great if your motive is efficiency so you can produce more and better smarter not harder is a horrible philosophy if your motivation is how easy how how little work can i do mm -hmm. if that's your motivation and too often i've just experienced like a lot of times unfortunately we get motivated by like i just don't want to work that hard like i don't want to yeah. have to put in the sweat to do it so i'm i'm very much a work smarter and harder yeah. um, kind of mentality and so um a work work harder so you can be smarter. Yeah, yeah, and and it's kind of it's a both and and so I spent a lot of years in tech. Worked for a law enforcement tech company, a semiconductor company based out of Austria. Um, had a little stint for two and a half years. I was actually a pastor on a staff, uh, uh, church staff down in Dallas uh, for two and a half years. But that's what led me to the channel. I resigned from the church staff, and I had a pretty upfront. Um, uh, like a stage presence type position at the church. It's a large kind of mega church in Dallas. And one of the guys in the church, um, he was an agency owner, an independent channel partner agency down in Dallas. And when I stepped down and resigned from the church, I felt like it was kind of time for me to move on. And um, had, I'd been doing some stuff there that just the project felt like it was finished. And uh, so I stepped down, I resigned and was going to head back into more business corporate stuff, uh, but didn't know exactly where yet. He reached out and he said, hey, would you come and help me figure out how to do some marketing for my agency? Um, I didn't even know what the channel was, didn't know what an agency was when he talked about it in that, those terms. I said, well, sure, let's do that. So I signed a little retainer with him for six months to do it. Two months in, I fell in love with the model and we were having a ton of fun. And so he turned around and offered me a full-time job two months in. So I started working for a little agency down in Dallas called New World Communications. And um, Sam Cuccia, Dan Dumbler, Erminio Lolly, these three guys, they taught me the ropes from literally one plus one equals two in the channel. I knew nothing about any of it. Um, and these three guys kind of took me under their wing and I did the marketing stuff and started working with them to figure out some plans on how we could take their model and expand it and grow the business and that kind of stuff. And um, I spent three years with them um, and they taught me all the ropes. It was super fun. The last year I was there, I started uh, directly selling a lot, took on the sales responsibilities for the, for the company at the time and just had a ton of fun. It was super great. Um, that company started to transition and an opportunity opened up at Intellisys. And that's how I ended up over at Intellisys as I transitioned from that agency over into Intellisys, um, really with the purpose of building out strategic marketing programs and operational processes for the marketing department here. And it has just been a ton of fun. I love, I don't think I'll ever knock on wood. I don't think I'll ever leave the channel. It is so much fun. Uh, just the people you get to connect with and the processes we work through. Um, 
it's truly unique from a lot of different things because we get to from my seat at Intellisys, I do a lot of the corporate marketing stuff of like the big yeah. strategies and all these things. And of course, we're owned by ScanSource. And so um, I'm actually sitting now as part of the ScanSource uh, marketing group. And so there's we've got 75 plus people collectively across the ScanSource marketing org. And it is super fun you get this big enterprise marketing piece but i'm still like connecting one-on-one with suppliers and with individual agents where you got a two-person shop running an agency but they're crushing it and they're trying to grow their marketing and so i get to still be involved in some of that guerrilla marketing like how do we do a lot with a little kind of marketing stuff yeah and And i think that's that's a great that's a great testament to scan source and intellisys is because even though they are this just massive corporation i mean uh having people on staff like you um being able to to kind of still give that that small marketing feel that gorilla that gorilla marketing feel to these to these smaller agencies i think that that's really at, at least speaking from the marketing side myself i and and how helpful it's actually been just for me personally uh i think that that's really where you guys stand out uh, against your guys's competitors is is i think that uh, your guys' focus on uh, there's no organization too small. There's no organization too large. We're going to, you know, the, we, we have, we have a great, we have got a great avenue for it. no matter what your size is in marketing, we can help you guys succeed. And and I think the fact that you guys have been able to take that approach um, and, and consistently deliver on that approach year after year, I think that speaks just largely to what you guys have grown over there, what you personally have grown over there. You know, I, uh, audience, anybody watching, listening, uh, you know, if you're not list, if you're not watching the video portion of this, uh, I've been to these events, uh, Adam is front and center, you know, watching him, you know, running around, uh, making sure, you know, people are where they need to be, uh, videos are getting shot where, where they need to be, you know, uh, and taking the time to just set aside with some of these smaller agents, you know, I've, I've, I've walked by I, and I've seen Adam just, you know, talking. And I think that that is, that's very important in this industry is to, to let everybody know that you're there as a, as a resource. And I, and I don't think that Adam is a stranger to that. Um, and, and I can speak to that personally, you know, he's, he's been there uh, for us, you know, as, as we've grown and, and that's what I love because I know that even though we're a smaller company, uh, I know that there's others, there's, 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 you know, like, like Adam said, there's, there's some shops that are just two people. And, uh, you know, I, luckily I'm, I'm 16 to 17 people here. So it's, uh, I've got a little bit more of a, of, of an advantage over some, but I think that, um, I, the consistency that you guys offer is, is a superpower. And, and if you're not currently taking advantage of that, I highly, I highly, highly recommend, uh, anybody that's utilizing ScanSource or Intellisys to, to utilize, uh, Adam, Adam and their team, because it's, uh, it, it it can be that extra, you know, that extra tool in your belt that you need and that you have, you know, you're stuck here. You need to be oh, here. Yeah. I think, but, I, I think that they, the, you know, not only just Adam, but the entire marketing team over there is just, yeah, exactly. Um, like played a sh- crucial shameless, shameless plug right there. Um, I will tell you, you know, what I came here um, coming up on three years ago, pretty soon. Um, and we basically didn't have a partner marketing program at the time, uh, but a, about a year and a half going on almost two years ago, we hired Micah Rosales. A lot of people know Micah, um, Amy Chan, 
Yep. Yeah, Amy Chan, Lori Rubart, um, Shannon Mackey, now Christy Thomas is leading our partner experience program. And that program has really taken shape. And one of the fun things was I got to work with uh, that group. Uh, last year, we launched the Marketing Preamp, which was the first uh, fully dedicated marketing education conference oh. in the channel that any of us are aware of. And it, and it took and off. Told me other, it took off. I mean, it was completely packed. We've never, in this channel, we all know, like, people sign up for things and don't show up. We had 0% attrition. Yeah, and, 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 and Adam's talking, Adam's talking, every single seat is taken. There is no standing room because people and, are, people are shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I was luckily and, you know, thankfully able to experience that firsthand, especially at this last Channel Connect, being able to be a panelist, looking out and actually seeing, like, this room is freaking packed. Talk about jitters. Yeah. You know, I get, I get anxious you know, doing public it's, speaking, you know, and I've done public speaking before in s smaller settings, but I'm like, wow, this is really, really cool. People are, and, and this is, and it was testament to the fact that people are hungry for that marketing knowledge. And because mm -hmm. uh, I think in the technological era that we're in, people, people are starting to, um, I, I they, they want to, they want to get the, they want to get the tools. Um, you know, with, with AI coming out, a lot of people will need to be more knowledgeable. You know, how, how can I utilize all of these different, these different products to help me? And I think that that's one thing that you guys have lit, just knocked out of the park, this, especially this past year, watching all of the events over the course of the year. Um, I, I really think that the, the value and the, in the, in, what has just set you guys over all of your competition is I can tell as a marketer myself, you guys have just poured your hearts, your souls into making sure that this marketing program has been a 100% success. It hasn't been a 100% success because it's been a 500% success. So it's, you know, gloat on you guys a little bit more too, you know, a little, a little, a, a little promotion for you guys too. That team that, that Adam listed is, I mean, rock stars. I, I think that yes. you guys have now set the, that you guys took there before, like, you know, like you said, there were, you know, there was really no marketing. That wasn't just for you guys. That that was for really everybody in the industry. Yeah. And I think you guys have, there was no, there's no bar. And now the bars, I mean, it's through the roof. And it's because of you got, you and your team have, have just created this uh, basically industry out of nothing. Um, and, and, and so, you know, kudos to you guys. It is just yeah. a massive, massive boon to the industry. And it's, it's super fun to see like, you know, where it's going. Um, I, in, and so behind the scenes, like I'm actually kind of pulling back out of a lot of the involvement from it, most of that stuff. And uh, Micah and Amy, and Christy, Lori, Shannon, like they've got the ball. And they have, I mean, they took the seed of what we started last year and really grew. I mean, they were all part of that seat. Like we all worked together to build that, but they are rolling it forward now with even bigger stuff for 2024. Um and like I said, shameless plug, you can go on our website on intellisys.com and, um, and all any, any, any notes that you guys need, any resources, they will all be in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, so anything, you know, that, that can help you guys grow with your marketing as well. I, you know, I, I am going to, I will plug Intellisys until the day that I die because of the value <laughs> that you guys bring. So, you know, every but, single one of those people that Adam listed, even their, yeah. even their links will be in the show notes. Yes, because it'll jump on. So that's who, uh, if you go on our website and ask for help from partner marketing, like we've now, they've got a whole system to follow follow up and follow through and support you with your marketing efforts and, and build beyond all that kind of stuff. So um, it's pretty cool, like just seeing where it's going. Um, 
I mean, I think the sky's the limit for where I hate to say that phrase. It feels so cliche, but it's it it's really right. is. I think there's some there's some cool stuff coming next year. And we're even we, 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 we use smarter, not harder. Let's use as many idioms <laughs> as we can. That's completely all right. Just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We'll yeah, there you go. Let's think of a couple others. <laughs> In East Tennessee, we're all about that dog won't hunt. So, you know, that's our that's our go-to over here. So, uh, very cool. No, I love that. You know, it's uh, it's been it's really cool hearing it from from your side. You know, I, I it's one of those things where. I know kind of the story, but it's being able to hear it from, from, you know, the, the mouth of one of the people that created it. It's, it's, it's really great. I think it's a, it's a wonderful resource that um, unfortunately there are still some people out there that aren't taking advantage of that. And I, I highly encourage them to, because uh, you know, it, it's not just you on this, this team, you know, it's, it's everybody else. It's Mike, it's Lori, it's Christy. It's, it's that entire team just aces up aces up your sleeve guys if you're not if you're not utilizing this team i i highly suggest doing that i had one more you know let's you know we got to talk about the professional we got to talk about the person a little bit as well you know kind of want to go back to the personal a little bit what has you know in this in this you pivoting from being on the you know before you were in telesis what transitioning from more of the consulting to to really just taking over and being a leader in the marketing industry uh, in the channel as well. What is you know, one, one lesson that your faith has taught you that, you know, may, maybe kind of helped you along in that path? Because I know personally when I, maybe it wasn't, a, it's, it, it's not really a career change because you kind of learn what to do in the consulting to, to doing the intelligence. But, you know, when I came into the telco space, you know, for me, it was a complete, a complete industry shift because I came out of doing, operations and sales in the energy business you know prior so it's it, one thing that my faith you know taught me and you know it, talk more about about our faith a little bit more is it, it even in the you know, tumultuous times and and un, unfortunately you know i did the shift you know basically as soon as covid hit i changed my entire industry um i've been in the telcos for about 15 years but that's more on the wholesale side but you know i didn't really get involved in this in this partner and personality driven aspect. And, you know, I, I talk about how, you know, how much the, the talking in the, in the public speaking kind of gives me anxiety. It's, it's one thing that the, that the channel has, has shown me is that uh, I don't have to be afraid of that. And, and that's one thing, you know, I've trusted God in this entire experience and he's really just taken me from point A to uh, to point Z. And, you know, it's uh, trusting in his divine purpose ha has helped, has helped just it's helped me really just dive in. It's kind of taught me how to, to overcome a lot of those fears. And, and like we were talking about earlier, it's that trial by fire. It's one of those I'm uncomfortable. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself even more uncomfortable so I can become comfortable. So what was you know, one, one lesson that, you know, maybe you took from serving more in the church and it kind of helped you transition into where you're at. Um, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, one of the one of the particularly challenging experiences I had uh, when I was on staff at the church. There's a large church. It's a staff. It's a times uh, fifteen or so. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately, my responsibility at the time, I had some business background. I'd managed teams of uh, various sizes. Been in marketing a while. Um, the church asked me to come on staff and essentially restructure, reorg these departments, these areas. 
And that's not easy to do in any environment. In a church, it becomes particularly challenging. Um, it's just for lots of different reasons you go into, but it's, it's, it's particularly challenging. The culmination of all that is I had to let my best friend go from the church and he's very noticeable person in the environment. Um, um, everybody knew he was person. I was great. He literally was actually my best friend. Um, at the same time that happened, I went on a trip to Lebanon and this was, uh, when there was a lot of the Syrian refugee crisis going on. Um, and I went with a friend who does documentary filmmaking. And I spent about 10 days over there. Um, and anybody who's ever spent time in a, that kind of environment, um, second, third world type country situations, I'm seeing Syrian refugee camps. I'm seeing these families that are living in these environments. Um, it was really eye-opening and awakening just about, for me, um, the concept of trust. And um, I have a tattoo on my left arm that says Ruthless Trust, and that comes from a Brennan Manning book. And in the book, he talks about having met Mother Teresa, and I'm not Catholic, um, non-denominational, uh, I guess you would say. I actually go to a Southern Baptist church here in uh, Tennessee, but uh, he met Mother Teresa, and, and she asked one time how she, when he met her, she asked him how he, she could pray for him that day. And he said, pray that God will give me clarity on and fill in the blank, whatever the thing was that he was dealing with. And he says in the book that she paused, she looked at him and she said, I won't pray that God will give you clarity. I will pray that you'll learn how to trust God more. And hence the title of his book became Ruthless Trust. And he talks in that book um, about the concept that so often when we say things like, God, will you give me clarity? Help me understand how to make this decision. Help me to have wisdom to know the right thing to do. Oftentimes what we're really doing in the background is we're trying to retake control from God. And we're trying to say, I want to know the answer because if I know the answer, then all the problem goes away. And in that season of life, when you have to let your best friend go, in a church environment and you see the worst of what's happening in the world and culture and just the destruction and how just people in our world hate each other and the evil that exists and you see it firsthand it kind of crystallized for me that like you know what i spend a lot of time in this life trying to control my life whether it's making good money the job the title the my family, I want my kids to be successful. And all those yeah. things are not bad things. Uh, but at the root, I think that was a season of life that taught me to um, essentially just simply put relax. Like we're not, I'm not saving babies in my work. I love marketing. I love Intellisys. I love the channel. I am probably as competitive as anybody you'll meet when it comes to work and working hard and doing all these things. But I'm, I'm not saving babies with my work. Yeah. And so learning to relax and just trust God and um, sometimes even trust to my own detriment, it may harm me. It may on the surface seem like I don't benefit at times because I choose to let something go or choose to not fight for something because I'm just going to say, all right, God, that's up to you. That's not going to be up to me. Um, I'm just going to have to accept what you choose to do here. Um, and that's, that can be hard to do in a professional environment. I think when you're not with, not everyone around you is, you know, it's not your church yeah. where everybody is giving you a pat on the back for trusting God here it can be a little more challenging at times. Understand. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing over the last few years, at least. I love for that. Me. I love that. And 
you know what that, i honestly couldn't have thought of a, a better way to end that because that that you know even if let's just take you know because i'm i'm assuming not everybody that's watching or listening is is of faith you know that's just the world not everybody you know believes like we are and that's and that's okay but if you take out the god of that the message is still very similar it's if you're going through you know going into a different industry you're going through some struggles just be patient trust the process and really just try to be calm because i think when we start overanalyzing things and we start freaking out that's when that's when the bad stuff happens that's when the mistakes happen so gosh what a, a perfect ending you know adam again it was great to have you on thank you so much for coming on you know it's a gosh i loved it I love this conversation and I think that <laughs> I think about a lot of people fun. I think a lot of people will take will take away from this conversation you know a lot of new things so it's a uh, thank you for coming on everybody uh everybody watching everybody listening if you want to get a hold of Adam I will have every single avenue that you can in the show notes so we reach out to them reach out to the Intellisys team if you're working with Intellisys um really lean on to them so you know Adam thanks man it's great having you on thanks bro all right see you man